0: I am here holding the hope for you until you can hold it for yourself.
1: Welcome to From Heartache to Healing
0: and Hope, with your host, Bernadette Winters-Bell, LMSW. This podcast explores the many layers of life through the lens of loss and grief, often with special guests who share their perspectives on this universal yet unique process. These explorations can offer you, the listener, avenues to encourage you to have these conversations with yourself, your family, your community, your world. Welcome to From Heartache to Healing and Hope. I'm your host, Bernadette Winters Bell, and I'm thrilled to kick off Same Storm, Different Boat series with my special guest today, Jill Morgan Meek. Welcome, Jill. How are you today?
1: I am great. And how are you? And congratulations. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's been wonderful to be a guest.
0: Jill, I, um, I learned that at the end of World War I, when people were begin to see each other again, they would ask each other, how was your war? Because everyone had different experiences. And in thinking about that, this pandemic has changed for so many of us. Same storm, different boats. So, I'd like to ask, how has your pandemic been?
1: Wow, that's a big question. Um, it's, it's been a roller coaster ride of emotions. Um, some days I'm on top of the world because I've had an opportunity to work on things that. I might not have um, before, and then other times, you know, I'm I'm missing. I'm missing that personal connection. You and I have known each other, and you know, I had the small boutique, and I had those two little blue chairs that, uh, or the stools, you know, and we would sit there, and I always said, "Let's kibitz." Um, I miss that, even though we can zoom, but it's it's a roller coaster
0: ride. Yeah, it's not the same when we can't see people in person, and really give a hug and have that real uh, emotional connection. So it sounds like it was very difficult for you when, did the boutique close right away as soon as the pandemic hit?
1: It did, I actually was watching the news and paying paying close attention to it, um, wasn't sure, like any of us, what was happening. And I woke up on March the 16th, or I should say in the middle of the night on March 16th, I woke up and I said, you know what, I think I'm going to close temporarily because I'm um, one of those that they they defined as an at-risk that morning when I woke up, my husband was in the bedroom working on the computer quietly and he was just waiting for me to wake up. And as soon as I did, he as soon as I stirred, he looked at me and he said, I think you should close the boutique. So I um, went in. I didn't know how, how do you do this? How do you announce it? So I did a live Facebook live video and um, it It's so many mixed emotions about that, too, because I think at that time, everybody had a different feeling. And I think some people thought I had three heads, you know, what do you, you know, this is, and again, it's, we didn't, nobody knew. So it's okay that they felt that way. I was, I was where I felt, you know, everybody was in a different, a different place at that time. And I, I, I don't I don't even think at that time I thought I'd be closing permanently. I was just for safeguards for them and myself, Great.
0: and for just at that time, because right at that time for us in this area was just the beginning, and we were fine. We were hearing things that were going on. We were kind con- okay. We're we're closed. <laughs> Right. And it came that quickly and it would have been almost impossible, I would imagine, unless we were scientists, to imagine that that was going to go on and on and on and still continues in some fashion. So I'm not surprised to hear that you were in a, well, for right now, it makes most sense to close the doors and to see where we are. Absolutely. So many people were feeling that way.
1: Yeah, and I was reaching out to my fellow small business owners and mm-hmm. checking in on them. And, you know, we we formed a little, I guess you would say, phone call chain. You know, what do you think? What do you think? And not that anybody was any more um, intelligent of the subject, like you said, unless we were scientists or something Than like that. We were just, I I think it was um, a quote mechanism. mm mm-hmm. for us and it got us through that that next week of uncertainty Where more and more local shops closed.
0: And how confusing I remember the time being um, that we're gonna stay in and hibernate so to speak Mm -hmm. and if you went out to wear a mask, a mask? Isn't that what people wear at the dentist's office or operating rooms? And right, right. So six feet apart. And six feet apart, how am I going to see people? And right, right. So we, most of us heard what was being recommended, but it was so hard to envision that being a part of our lives.
1: I think one of the things I miss most is the hug. Yeah. I mean, we, we hugged the people we're isolated with, but, you know, when you came into the store, that was... first well, that, thing that we did. And it yeah. was the first thing we did when I was... Yeah, exactly.
0: Right. It's exactly. such, exactly. such a way of connection. And, of course, there's uh, scientific evidence of what that does to our mood, to our spirit, to our endorphins, you know. And it just lets us know that someone has our back, that someone's there for us, uh, and I think that that's what a lot of people are missing. Mm. So you closed the door that day and you were in touch with local other small business owners. And then
1: what did you do? Well, I am one of those that I had to keep moving forward, had to keep moving forward. So I think it was, so that was a Friday. So that Monday, actually, um, I said, you know, I got to do something. What can I do? I've got a do something to reach people. And I didn't know if I was reaching them for connection as just person to person and let them know I cared or if I was reaching because let them know, well, I don't know what's happening in the store, but the store is still there. I didn't know what I was do, doing, but I created a video, how to organize your sock drawer. <laughs> I was, was like, well, while we're waiting to figure this out, we can organize our software, you know, it was here for most of us. (laughs) (laughs) So I, 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 I did this uh, little video, set it out and people were watching it. And then as the days went on, I created a few more videos and then, then I went through a period of time where I wasn't sure I should be doing it because it was, we have to continue to be mindful of those people who did lo- lose their lives. Exactly. And I was feeling mixed emotions. You know, I wanted—I didn't want to—I didn't want anybody to interpret it as um, disrespectful. At no means at all. I wanted to—I don't know. I just wanted to connect with people. So every night, I would take a picture of the sunset and check on everybody and post that. And depending on where I was in my emotions, I might post an item or a a silly, silly video. But for a a few weeks, I was, I was confused as to, you know, was it the right thing to do? Or was it the wrong thing to do? My intentions were from the heart, but you never know how people are receiving. Surely if
0: People had um, friends or relatives uh, that were truly suffering, maybe down in New York City. You don't want anything to seem like you were making light of it, Mm -hmm. um, but rather trying to keep up our own emotions and spirits. Yes, I think a lot of us were were going through that at that time, trying to um, go forward to someplace we didn't know where we were going to, yeah. while being mindful of others. Absolutely. It was a, I remember your uh, posts and they were beautiful way to end each day. Um, and often I would look at the beautiful sunset that you would post and then turn my computer off for the night. It was mm-hmm. a beautiful way to say goodnight to the world, well, to Thank the you. online world. Yes and and it was also a way for me to say i've had enough of of that for today now it's time to do something a little quieter or spiritual you know Mm
1: -hmm. Um,
0: so thank you that was beautiful
1: oh my gosh thank you i'm glad that it touched you
0: it did and after you got through that what did you decide to do well i let life
1: direct me (laughs) it sounds um silly but um the new direction actually unfolded i wanted to do something for our community again you remember i said we had gotten on the phone i was talking to local um shop owners and not knowing you know what to do and since day one when i um entered um into business specifically in oneonta i I recognized that the one thing it's lacking was TV media. Oh. You know, we have print media and we had a radio, but we didn't have any TV media. And I thought, Oh, maybe I could do some interviews and maybe it'll help tell about someone's store, help, uh, their business, you know, help mm-hmm. them feel, feel engaged. So I, um, Reached out to uh, this is Cooperstown, the Chamber, and Destination Oneonta, and sweet, and uh, um, our support Oneonta, and I said I'm going to do this YouTube, and any local businesses that you know want to be on it, I would love to interview. To small talk with Jill. This channel was created to get the word out about small businesses and rural communities during COVID-19. One thing led it led to another, and I really realized that my previous experience was coming out again um, because I was a new small business owner. I'd only owned the boutique for two years and. I learned so much, so much that I never really thought about that takes place in a small business owner's life. So with that said, I was like, I'm gonna marry the old with the new, and I am going to launch what now we're calling uh, Big Thinkers. It's a PR and marketing agency focused on small businesses and helping them stand out from the crowd often they can't afford some of these uh, services. And so I have a team that's growing of experts and it's really, it's it's absolutely exciting to be honest with you. Right? It, and I'm, I feel so, so blessed, so grateful and conflicted at the same time because something so beautiful is coming out of something so sad in our in our life, so there so there is a conflict uh, still within me, you know, just like that when I was posting the pictures it's um
0: always amazing to me through this process, as i've been uh, speaking with yourself and many uh people uh, that the process through the pandemic mirrors the grieving process itself and when we have something that passes a loss of some sort in this case it was um, your beautiful boutique life as you knew it um, and from it from the ashes so to speak comes something new and beautiful which does not erase what we lost and you you are excited about the new but feel bad about the old and that is human conflict at, at its core where we're looking to the future and excited about it but certainly sad at what's been left behind through no fault of your own but rather these were the circumstances you were handed and said okay what do i do with this how do i be true to myself and with your huge background um And you knew so much about marketing and research and those areas that you were able to put this together. Like you said, it came organically, but it it came from your experience and the people that you know, it came from your heart and you talking to people and wanting to make sure that everybody was okay. And talking about local businesses, it was a boom to everyone here. And also, I want to say to you that I think it was a model for people in this area that they would say yeah I need to go check on people to see how they're doing how's our bookstore doing oh what about our restaurant owners in this community as in many communities people came together to see how they could support the life that they knew while knowing it wasn't coming back maybe for a long time we heard when we get back to normal yeah yeah, because that's what we all craved and yet normal didn't seem like it was coming back and the longer it went on. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we had to say, well, okay, what are we going to do now? Wow. So as you evolve through this whole process, what were you hoping for?
1: It's a good question. Um, I think like, uh, like most, we want to make a difference in the world. We want to, you know, help, help others. And that's, that's, that's really what it comes, it comes down to is. Right. I, I, I think about that was just always been instilled with me, try to help others, you know, and, you know, the world would be a better place if we could help one another lift lift up those when we're that are feeling down you know same as me as you know i when somebody calls and reach out to me and it happens to be a bad day and they don't know it that i'm forever grateful for that so i really just, it's just i know it sounds silly but just helping helping make make a difference and seeing the future you know i i want to I want to keep moving forward. So I'm going in that direction. Come on, let's go. Let's, let's keep building.
0: Absolutely. You know, it's, it's interesting that when a future is not put out there for us, um, I mean, we know it's September and best we know October is coming next. <laughs> um, but it's hard to see in this time that our, our community, our world, our, everything, we're not quite sure what that looks like but what we but when we focus on what we do know well it'll be october and then november and it will be colder we're in upstate new york so for sure it will be and it'll be fall in this part of the world it will be getting to be spring in other parts so there are things that are constants and when we look at that we can say okay with it being that what can i do to lift my spirits to ensure my family's safety and financial security and what can I do to move forward to make me feel that I'm not just treading water because for a while there I think a lot of us felt that way.
1: I, I agree I, I agree because when I first um, was inviting people to be on uh, the small talk uh, they were hesitant they weren't there yet right and I no judgment Alda I was like okay, we'll talk, we'll talk later. How can I help you now? And so whatever that was, whether it was sharing a post, just listening, just texting, just talking about recipes, it didn't, it didn't matter, you know, because they weren't there yet. So um, I I totally agree with you on that. And in hindsight, you know, I, I think I understand it better now, even more so than, you know, I'm really reflective on it.
0: And do you think that's because um, the different um, evolutions that your new business has taken helped you to be reflective in that way?
1: Probably so. I'm even meeting, I'm meeting people from around the world now and their story And you know, when, you know, you take all the layers away, Mm. it's a similar story, right? Like you said, it's, it's, it's like a grieving process and Mm -hmm. I see where the commonality is and you know, one person isn't any more stronger than the other person. It's how, how are you, how are you dealing with it? Exactly. Support system. Right.
0: Whether we're, um, a single mom, uh, schooling children and making a living or taking care of an elderly parent or anything in between um, we're all trying to figure this out whether our businesses have exploded or evaporated or whatever the story is absolutely and i think the part that i've seen recently um, is that okay we figured out how to do spring well okay all right now it's summer so, so summer is usually more easygoing, and we're like Phew. and of course we had heard that the virus would kind of dissipate a little bit in the summer well that didn't happen but it was still summer yeah you know? it was still summer <laughs> and okay and then it'll be different but we'll figure out oh the children aren't going back to school oh this can't happen oh my job's still gonna be online you know and then I saw an increase in anxieties and people's difficulty, because now the future was unknown yet again. And that seasonal change that we respond to, even if we're going into what we love the best, it's still different and we have to change yet again. And we don't have that model like we were talking about before to say what it's supposed to look like for us. It's certainly been challenging for everyone in that way.
1: It has and and, and those those commonalities are the grounding pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, birthdays still went on, anniversaries still went on. And um, I I think people trying to find the way how how do we still celebrate in a different way. We had traditions, you know, a lot of people with I had this tradition, this tradition isn't. Right. Uh, you know, we're, every day we're seeing, you know, this is closed, this is not, this is being canceled. And um, I I guess one, one thing I think of as I look back is like, well, we made it through that. Right. That's strong. Absolutely.
0: When I was talking to people, I would say things like, well, we got through world war one and world war two and the pandemic in 1913 and we've been through so much and it's known to me that they didn't know what was ahead for them right if you were a woman and during world war Two, and mostly men uh went off to war and all of a sudden you were taking care of the house and maybe parents and going to work outside the house a new phenomenon so to speak and you had no idea when it was going to be over you didn't even know if this person that went off to war would come back brother father husband and it was all new to them also so we can look back and say oh isn't it wonderful that this happened or this evolved and this grew but i believe they had the same sense of uncertainty and confusion um that we've all experienced during this time
1: maybe maybe like zoom has been a benefit and you know we have technology that they didn't have you know a letter to get to a soldier in world war ii took how long world war one right right did they ever get the the letter um so in one aspect our, our technology has has given us so much, you know. Absolutely. absolutely. Think of the
0: people getting married. I have a niece getting married in a few days, but she can only invite a small amount mm-hmm. of people. And in fact, she said to me, she had to cut the list down by three because she forgot herself the groom and the photographer.
1: <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're probably important, I think, in that <laughs> So people have learned,
0: first of all, to scale it down, how everyone can be safe that's going. They're all having COVID tests before the wedding. Who would have thought of that being a necessity? And yet they're gonna be Zooming um, or online in some fashion um, so that the rest of us can enjoy the wedding, even from afar. So yeah, this technology it can be, a way to connect, even if it's not exactly how we would have wanted it, you know? Absolutely. And,
1: in, and what you do, um, I, I imagine that it's um, now you're able to connect with your clients even more so through Zoom.
0: You know, I have been. And what's interesting about it is that um, I'm, I'm doing phone, Zoom, and in person sessions. Last week, no in person. Uh, when we had the college outbreak. Um, but it's what's comfortable for my clients now at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. But I can already envision in the winter a snowstorm coming and saying, okay, we're all on Zoom tomorrow or the next day. Which a year ago you wouldn't have thought of that. It would have canceled and would never. have canceled. Or I would have offered them phone visits and most people would not have accepted it. Now it's an option that's on the table. So that, isn't that fascinating to think? Of? Exactly, exactly. Who would have thought that people could go call a shop and order whatever rubber duckies, and <laughs> that the business would say yes, we have curbside service, and I'll be glad to bring that up, bag it, and deliver it to you. How many people would have been ordering their groceries and pulling up, and then just putting it in the car and away that you go, you know? aren't you it wasn't, wasn't happening really for you so this exactly is wonderful so, so this brings me to the part of i always think that during times of transformation and change and loss we often talk about what the difficult parts are and, and you very clearly uh, shared that with us and uh, now we're talking about what other gifts of the of the pandemic which most people don't like it when I use that word but I'm not changing um because in essence when we go through difficult times good does come out of it not that that's what the way we would have wanted to get it but so how would you say what would you say are the gifts that you've received from this virus
1: well um the the business for for one but reconnecting with People I hadn't connected with in years. Um, one of, uh, but even even more so, um, maybe stronger connections with people that I that I have been speaking with. I know that through the um, the most horrific times in New York City. I was talking on a daily basis to my girlfriend who lives on the Upper East Side, you know, and she was going through so much, and um, it it benefited her and I um, just to know that that two people can pick up a phone, one living on a mountain and one living in a basically an abandoned city at that time and make each other feel warm, welcome and loved. You know, she was in an apartment all, all alone, you know, where she's normally looking out and seeing the hustle and bustle and all this. So um, I feel that, so to make that a benefit, I just feel grateful I was there for her, but just the, the, the interaction with people, again it just it, it, there's no there's no value it's it's priceless they were true true connections and they continue on and they're and it's like expanding and expanding and it's back to technology <laughs> I, I have to say thank you technology because I don't always get on the phone and dial anymore
0: <laughs> well and that's something that's available to us but we're utilizing other ways to connect and interact. And because the uh, pandemic caused us all to pause a moment or two or an hour a day or months, um, we were allowed or forced, pick your verb on how you're feeling, to reflect on our lives and what am I doing? And is this going to be possible anymore? And where do I want to take it? Where can I take it? And what's really the most important thing? You know, we all had heard that things can change on a dime and it could happen, blah, blah, blah. But when it was right there in front of us, all of us, right, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. and we had to change that moment, it became okay and it gave us the time. It forced us to have the time mm-hmm. to to say what's really important we could no longer say well when I have time I'll get around to it well get around to it just showed up on the
1: calendar <laughs> yeah in our in our lifetime we've never experienced anything like that any anything that would we've had a few stops along the way um, right. the tragedies of 911 and right. nothing that stopped us we rebuilt. Um, quickly after that and this is been constant for how many how many weeks now you know I, I don't even know I don't know if somebody's counting the days um somewhere but it's um never we were we were almost invincible a society of invincible just keep going yeah yeah I and I guess admittedly I keep going but in a conscious way <laughs> Exactly, you know,
0: 9-11 did impact all of us, but not in the way this pandemic has. If in fact, I lived near there and so it had a huge impact on my life, but not everyone did. And so, and not everyone then had to stay in their home or wear a mask or Mm -hmm. six feet apart or no longer have a job. Um, And so this has impacted a whole community, country and world in a way that can really be terrible and wonderful all at the same time. Absolutely. Wow. So where do you see the business for you going forward in this exciting new venture?
1: Well, I hope up and up and up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Again, there's so many small businesses out there that are struggling, absolutely struggling just to keep, The door's open. Um, A single sale's not going to keep them open. You know, there's rent, there's electric, there's, you know, your credit card machine fees, you know, it goes on and on and on. And um, I'm doing whatever I can. And even more so, I'm trying to think of other ideas I've created. Uh, um, It's growing. It's it's small, but I introduced, uh, it's called Shop Jill's Main Street Marketplace. But what I'm working on and is collectively putting small businesses online under one roof. And it will be really virtual here in the very near future. You know, we have somebody from Miami on it. I have somebody from Canada joining. So I'm trying to get the word out. So when people are looking for unique small business. You know how you are when you're traveling, you love to go to those little towns or even the city, you know, in the city, there's all those gems. So um, I'm hoping it's up and up and up and we'll be, we'll be showing small businesses to the world all over. This is wonderful.
0: Thank you so much for sharing this experience. Jill, I would love to share with the people how they can get in touch with you and learn more about this great business of yours.
1: Well, first of all, thank you. I am beyond thrilled to be a guest. And I I know this is going to be a wonderful uh, venture that you're on, hugely successful. You know, I adore you. Um, They can find me on our website, BigThinkersLLC.com, or they can go to Small Talk with Jill. They all link together, or Shop Jill's, whichever one they remember, Big Thinkers, Shop Jill's, or Small Talk. Um, And if you know a business, a small business who needs help, let us know. But if you're a shopper, go to Shop Jill's and shop these small businesses. They could use your help.
0: Wonderful. Oh, I'm so glad to be able to share that, your story and the information and how we can all work together. Thank you for sharing how your pandemic has been and how the future looks for you. I really appreciate you coming.
1: Thank you. Love you.
0: Love you too. Take care.